0: Not Trousers, a podcast for expats looking for belonging and connection in a foreign land. And
1: we're your hosts, Areej and Raheel. We are two women who've left their lives behind in the US and Canada to experience expat life in the UK. Raheel, how's
0: it going with you? It's going good. Our podcast went live this week. We actually posted it on actual outlets for people to download and listen
1: to. Honestly, it, it felt really good. It was what I was trying to calculate the amount of time that it took us to do this to finally, you know, go live, which a year, a little over a year, a little
0: under a year, because we started talking about this. uh, I think it was like last summer, almost a year. Almost yeah, a year. Okay. I don't think it's past the year mark. Yeah. But it longer than we thought it was going to take. I think there,
1: I think there is a lot of misconceptions about, and I know this now, haven't gone through it, a lot of misconceptions about how easy it is um, or simple it is to just get a podcast out there. And because you hear so many people that are like, you know, oh, lockdown, there's like one new podcast after another and everybody and their grandmother is podcasting, but it is not easy. And I, I say this, Because like, I say this from the perspective of wanting it to be a good podcast, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we, we didn't, we tried not to half ass it too much. We wanted, wanted it to be casual, but still, you know, professional and the music and getting people to, you know, to put the right jingle together. Anyhow, so it was, yeah, almost a year in the making, but we're very excited that it's finally live.
0: And we're going to be more excited if people other than our friends and family start listening to it. (laughs) I think when I saw the number of downloads, it was like, okay. So, and I started
1: naming off the people that had mentioned they're listening to it. I'm like, yeah, all the people that I know, but that's okay.
0: That's okay. You got to start somewhere. Hopefully they spread it to other people.
1: Yeah. And
0: now that we can find the podcast on places like Stitcher and Spotify and Amazon Music and... Soon it'll be available on iTunes. It's not on iTunes yet because even though we have submitted it, it takes a week or two for them to approve it and put it on the iTunes store. But hopefully that'll help in people finding our little podcast. Yeah, yeah. I know my um,
1: lead was actually I sent him the link and he said are you on Spotify? I'm like, yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are on Spotify. It just when you put it all together and you see it, you know, on an actual pl- podcast platform, it looks very professional. So yeah, anyways, so exciting. Um, how's your week been your week? Um, after, well, I guess this will be like the, the third week after
0: lockdown. But what what have you been up to? Well, I got my vaccine, which was incredibly exciting. I got my vaccine at the beginning of May when they opened it up to people over 40 because that's the age group I fall under. And actually for the first time in my life, I kept wishing I was older because I just wanted the vaccine as fast as I could get. (laughs) Yes.
1: Very clear advantage of being uh, over 40 these days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was exciting. I got the vaccine. It I was really sick from it. I got the AstraZeneca vaccine and I was not expecting for feeling the way I did. I had extreme fatigue and the chills and I felt like I was simultaneously walking through quicksand and a fog at the same time. I I was really out of it and it wasn't until I took a couple of doses of paracetamol then I started feeling better. But then I also had the nausea related with the vaccine on the second day. So Uh, I got hit hard with the side effects, but I'm not complaining because I knew they were related to the vaccine and they were short-lived. And I was able to come
1: see you guys. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Those side effects are like, it's like evidence that something's working, that your immune system is, um, being kicked into gear so it's it's actually encouraging yes and we got to see each other in the flesh for the first time in you know a year many, many yeah many months <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy mm. um yeah we were celebrating Eid together with our kids and it felt like so normal to just have people at our house for lunch and it was nice really nice we
0: sat indoors for the I first know. time I in... honestly oh god
1: yeah yeah, I, I felt like I was doing something wrong. I, the whole time I was like, people are coming over. Let's sneak them in. Like, you know, it's um, it's a bit foreign to have people over, but um, definitely lovely to fill the house with people again.
0: Did you yeah. manage to get your shot?
1: I did. I did. I got my shot. I got it in the beginning of May, um, roughly around the same time. And uh, so my husband and I got the shot within probably about a week uh, of each other. He's a little bit older than me, um, which I emphasized quite frequently. Um, (laughs) and he got it obviously like uh, a week or two before when it was available to him. And it was actually good because, uh, we were anticipating that we were going to be, um, we were going to be a a little under the weather. So we just wanted to tag team it with the kids, uh, in case, uh, either of us experienced symptoms, but anyhow, so yes, um, he, I got mine the beginning of May, same thing. I experienced fatigue. I felt warm, but I don't think it was actually officially a fever at all. Um, And the same night I, uh, it was more during the night I woke up and Mm -hmm. it was strange, you know, because I woke up and I, and I felt really like wheezy and achy and stuff, but I I couldn't go back to sleep probably for that reason. But I also like, I had all these ideas, like I had this weird creative flow and I took my iPhone out and I went to the notes page and I started jotting down all these like ideas for the, for the podcast and I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was very strange. I was just like, you know, when you get an idea and you kind of like write it down, you're in bed. and But that was happening for like two straight hours. And nice. I don't know. It was like unstoppable. <laughs> so I guess it was an advantage of the, you know, a, a positive side effect of the, um, uh, of the vaccine. Who knows? Who knows? But anyways, um, but Walid, uh, so Walid is a little bit more of a, how shall I say? paranoid person than I am. I shouldn't say paranoid, just cautious, cautious. Mm -hmm. And we got the AstraZeneca vaccine, both of us. And, you know, obviously there was a lot, you know, a lot of talk and concern about the very tiny, teeny, tiny risk of Mm -hmm. thrombosis leading to blood clot. And you, you don't want to worry because you try to think of things in probability Um, And that should calm your nerves. But, you know, obviously you're just like, what if I'm that like, you know, 0.8% that something, something negative happens. But we need, um, got his vaccine and he like elevated his legs and he was really like cautious about this whole thing. And then he was like, is my left leg swelling? I'm like, "Oh." oh, no. And I was taking a look and I was just like, and then your mind starts to play tricks on you. And I'm just like, it's a little bit, hang on a sec. Wait, move your leg, lift your leg. Just, yeah, right there. I think I see a bit of swelling there just on the <laughs> right side of the knee. Okay. Put it back down. And it was just like, it just, it messes with your mind. It's almost better to just not know. And then we started Googling thrombosis and it just, I was like, this is getting out of hand. You know, right. I, you're fine. You're fine. Um, and I just, I swore to not do the same thing or to look at my legs or to <laughs> worry about it. I was just get the vaccine. Don't worry about it. This is a fantastic thing to do. Right. And, um, all in all, it was a great experience.
0: Yeah. And you went to, on your first road trip after you got your vaccine, right? Where did you go again? Okay. I'm going to
1: say this properly. Burnmouth. Burnmouth. I always say it um Bournemouth and then I sound like um right. definitely because like it's spelled
0: Bournemouth it but is I you know pronounce it myth it's like yeah. Portsmouth Portsmouth is a place here Portsmouth. too yeah and, that's true. and it's also spelled mouth
1: yeah and I don't say mm-hmm. Portsmouth
0: so yeah okay fine
1: so Bournemouth it was beautiful they they call it the, the French Riviera of England because uh the beach is very beautiful um it's, it's quite long as well. And you just sort of walk along the promenade and there's a pier and it's, it's, um, it's very picturesque and very beautiful. Um, we went there and it was, it was just really nice to get the kids in the car and renting a car is a novelty, like for my, for my kids, because we don't have a car as of yet. Mm. And, you know, getting in a car and loading it up with our stuff and it's not an Uber (laughs) and we don't have to wear a mask is like a huge novelty for, for Adam, especially he really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, it was just a day trip and, uh, you know, stopping off at a service station. I mean, these are all things that I did growing up. So it's very nostalgic for me. I love road trips. I love, you know, packing a bag of snacks. And even though you don't Mm -hmm. need it because you buy like a, you know, A massive load of snacks from the service station anyways, but it's just, it's the novelty of it all and the nostalgia of it all. It was really fun. It was nice. How about you?
0: Did you, did you get away or do something special? After we saw you um, Mm. on Sunday, we went to Richmond park. Well, we went to visit a friend of mine who lives near Richmond park. Mm. And there is a spot within Richmond park called Isabel's plantation. Mm. And a, there's a type of flower called azalea, and all the azaleas were in bloom. And it's not just like, you know, some flower, like a few flowers. I'm talking mm-hmm. massive, giant bushes of these azalea flowers the whole area was just a sea of color and it was the most beautiful thing i have ever seen and these azaleas are only in bloom for a short period of time so Mm. if you are in london um in may i highly recommend a trip out to isabel plant isabel's plantation right now because Mm. i don't think the flowers are going to last a lot longer don't miss the blooms don't miss the blooms yeah. But yeah. similar to sent you. You sent me pictures. You sent me pictures. And I did send you pictures. Taking. Oh, I should <laughs> post them on our Instagram. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Post them for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But similar to you, um, since I've had the shot yesterday, was my first day out in central London. I took public mm. transit for the very first time in 15 months. The last time I, so I went to see a friend of mine. The last time I saw her was March 7th of last year. And wow. that was the last time I took a bus or a train. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. It it was very difficult, I'm not gonna lie. I sat <laughs> on the bus in the upper deck next to a window. Yeah.
1: yeah. And yeah. it
0: wasn't crowded, but somebody still came and sat in the seat in front of me. And then I kept thinking like I should go move. But <laughs> yeah. I forced myself. To stay still, and then I took the above ground train, hoping that the windows would open. But for whatever reason, that particular train has no windows. So, oh. <laughs> and then every time somebody came and sat in like a seat near me, I had this huge desire to move and get out of their space. Yeah, it's really hard to reintegrate into society. I know it's true. It's true. I. It's
1: very. Um, it felt very awkward the first time I got on a bus. Um, I was actually with a friend. Uh, we were picking up our boys from school and we were just sort of walking along Kings road. And, and, uh, and she said, Oh, and said, that's our bus. Are you going to, are you going to hop on? And I felt very um, uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> Oh, and it was so natural for her to just get on the bus. And this was, right. you know, this was like weeks ago. I think we were s- still, we were still sort of in lockdown mode. Um, and, and she got on and I thought, Uh, And I actually said, no, I said, no, you know what? We're going to, we're going to just run some errands. And then we're going to, um, we're going to just, you know, hop on the next bus or grab an Uber or something. I just, I didn't have the time that she was getting on the bus, the time to tell her, you know, I'm not entirely sure I'm comfortable, but it was, um, it was kind of like, okay, so she's doing with her son. That's fine. And I trust her. Like she's really cautious and, and it made me comfortable. Actually, the next time around, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get on the bus. And then once I did, I was like, okay, that's it. Okay, like, we're good. Um, okay, we've always been, we've always been like, okay, public transport, get off and like, you know, squirt half the bottle yeah. of sanitizer on your hands, no matter what. So right, we just did the same thing. The windows are right. cracked open, and there's just less people uh, for whatever reason, and everyone's spread out. So kind of a dream for those. Um, have you taken the tube yet? We took the tube. We took the tube uh, as oh, a family, great. actually. Um, wow. I know. I know. And my husband actually, who, as I said, is much more cautious of a person than I am, yeah. said we should take the tube. I'm like, okay, if
0: you're comfortable with it,
1: <laughs> I, I'm definitely comfortable with it. So,
0: Wow. I'm impressed. I had plans yeah. to go see a friend today and I, it would have required to take the tube and I didn't go. Because really? I'm after my experience yesterday and just feeling so out of sorts, I'm I'm just not yeah. ready. And maybe because yesterday was my first time, yeah, I, I'll be better next week. I don't know, but yeah. I did not take the tube today. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: I think once you do it once or twice, you just
0: yeah. kind of get accustomed to it.
1: Um, yeah, but yeah, exciting times. I've just I I sat down and started thinking about all the things that I wanted to do and book and museums are reopened now and you went to one, didn't you?
0: How was that? Mm -hmm.
1: I went to the Victoria and Albert museum in Kensington.
0: My favorite.
1: It's it's fantastic. I just, I just wanted to wet my palette. As they say, there was no, Mm -hmm. um, I, I wasn't going for any particular exhibit. I just, I've always wanted to go there. Um, and I, yeah, I just sort of like walked through with a friend, uh, and she's been there, so she sort of was guiding me through the different places to see. And yeah, I went to did this they, um, start.
0: Did they have a good um, COVID protocol in place?
1: Yeah, I mean, social distancing, um, separate entrance, a separate exit. With it, which they were very strict about. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the only time that I felt like it got a little bit crowded was in the jewels room because okay. it, it's just a smaller room. And I think right. it's quite an attraction. Yes. Um, and, uh, but other than that, I think it's such a large place that it's really hard <laughs> to not social distance. Like it would be harder to um, get close to people, you know, versus socially distance uh, in a safe way. So uh, but yeah, like I said, the, the jewels area is a little bit smaller, and I had the pleasure of seeing Beyonce's butterfly ring just on display. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's lovely. Um, and yeah, I went to just a couple of um, a couple of rooms, Islamic and Middle East art. Uh, there's a room uh, all about Japan artifacts, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, it's quite the scale of every room is so massive and Mm -hmm. the, you know, they have, they call them casts. So just sort of copies replicas of um, certain, whether they're statues or whether they're like monuments or columns or anything like that. But like the scale of them is so um, incredible. Yes. And yeah, there's just so much to see. So I'll go back and, um, maybe you and I can go back and check out the Alice in Wonderland immersive experience, which sounds amazing. Yeah. So that was really nice to do just something cultural and just something I've been kind of yearning to do since we got to, got to London and, uh, finally got to do it.
0: Yeah. How about you? you, Are you going to plan to do something at least? Yeah, so that's actually one of my favorite museums. It's the one I've been to the most. I had a membership to the V&A when I first moved here. They put on a lot of fantastic exhibits. Yeah. But even though I've been there so many times, I don't think I've still seen the museum in its entirety. Like it's it's yeah, massive. It's ma- it is massive. The collection is incredibly impressive. And you can spend hours in just one section just reading all the descriptions yeah. and, and just taking it all in. I really enjoy the stained glass room where they have mm. a lot of religious related um, dishes and chalices and like just it's there's so much to see like the whole Mm. silver and gold room where they have I, I mean just awards and bowls and terrines. And they're so intricate and so beautiful. And it is very overwhelming. And yeah, Yeah. you can spend hours there. We are actually planning on going to the Tate Modern on Monday. Oh, so that's one of my favorite.
1: I have not been there yet.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) It's amazing. And if you go, I think to one of the floors, like the third floor or something they'll tell you obviously there, but um, they usually have uh, kids activities, kids arts activities and they're interactive. And the first time time I took Adam there, they had this um, art activity with shaving cream, shaving Mm. cream and food coloring. And they did this art. uh, Yeah. You can just make really cool Mm -hmm. art. They did it and obviously it was super messy and, that's why he loved it. Um, but mm-hmm. he made this really quite, you know, beautiful piece of art. So I think cool. your kids especially will enjoy it because they they seem quite creative. So
0: our kids aren't going. <laughs> oh, they're yeah, not. Oh, okay. Okay. No, we're going on Monday. The kids are in school. Wow. We're going to go on a day date, the two of Lovely. us, you know, because we don't spend enough time together. Um. <laughs> you know what? You don't spend enough time together doing
1: fun things like going to True.
0: Yes. True. Exactly. So we are going on a day date together. We're going to go for brunch at Duck and Waffle, and yes. we're apparently there's really nice city um, city views from from there. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go check out the tape before we pick up the kids from school. So amazing. I'll report back next amazing. episode.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, we have a day planned actually. There for uh, we're going to take. Adam and potentially Aiden, but he's really young. So I'm not sure. I mean, definitely won't appreciate it. And I think he might uh, be a distraction for everybody else. But we'll take Adam to the Tate and then um, the Shard, which mm-hmm. is that tall, triangular, sharp building yep. um, in Central. Uh, we're going to go there for lunch. There's nice. – um, there's a restaurant on like the 35th floor and the views are obviously incredible. So we'll make a day of it, but yeah. So lots, lots to look forward to. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been to the Shard. I haven't been inside. So honestly, we just, uh, we went to, to Heath with, uh, some friends of ours and we sort of like, we're, standing at the top of the hill at the park and you can see this amazing view of the city and they were Mm -hmm. just pointing out all of the they've been here for quite some time they're actually Canadian as well and they've Mm -hmm. been here for about five or six years and they were you know talking about the walkie-talkie building the shard and like they were pointing out all of these buildings and landmarks and you know talking about the places that they've been and like there's just so much to do and from that point on, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to hesitate. I'm just going to book things yeah, and go. Because sometimes you just, you try to find the perfect day and, right. you know, uh, and if you don't do this and plan ahead, like you just never get to see these things. So yep. yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to, you know, some date nights at the theater and stuff like that.
1: that. That will be something I'm looking forward to as
0: well. Me too. So post-lockdown life is looking pretty great.
1: It's looking pretty great, I have to say. Yes, definitely. Um, and then we'll think about going home if things uh, improve. Hopefully, that will hopefully that will happen soon as well. Fingers crossed. Yeah. 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 Um, so we were talking about words, and I mm-hmm. think I'm going to share one. And this was something that I, I mean something I learned when I got here but I never had to use it in a sentence and then mm-hmm. I thought people use it often so I better learn what this actually means and um, I was at a at this thing at my son's school and then I had uh, I was talking to one of the parents and she said she was talking about tennis and she was talking about how her son's into tennis and something about every fortnight uh, going to tennis, every fortnight. And I think she was talking about how he used to go every fortnight. And now it's a lot more often. Uh, And I, you know, obviously the context of the conversation I put two and two together and I was like, okay, so every fortnight is not that often right? (laughs) versus now (laughs) where he's into it and it's often. So, but I, I'm embarrassed to say that I never really realized that every fortnight means like every two weeks. Okay. It just, I don't know, the word just messes me up because it has night and four, so I I feel like it's the night before. I've always,
0: in my brain,
1: I just understood it as like the night before or every other day, but a whole two weeks just never intuitively made sense to me. But it is every two weeks, it comes from some, it's derived from some old English term, meaning every 14 nights, which now makes a lot of sense phonetically, but yeah. Fortnite, that people use it you know quite often here it's 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 synonymous with um uh with biweekly. it's the way that we use bi-weekly in north america they use fortnight but yeah there you go there you go that's your word and <laughs> which it's not apparently you you knew what it meant you know long time i ago, did but- know what
0: it meant but you asked me a good question you asked me how often i used it while living well i mean i don't use it even now like i you're right i know what it means I don't yeah. think I've ever used the word even yeah. living here. I don't use the word. So yeah. I think I say every two weeks, I don't even say bi-weekly really. I just say every two weeks. So, right. So that there's no ambiguity over what time frame I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you're right. We always, we
1: always talk about this, like the, <clears throat> the certain words that we've adjusted and use you know, in the context of being here, like, you know, do you use while or whilst or you know,
0: it just does use whilst
1: I don't. I can't use
0: whilst I can't.
1: I feel it doesn't (laughs) feel natural to me. (laughs) No, it doesn't. It feels very Shakespearean. It's like so proper. It's just not it's not I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. No. Fortnite, if I ever use Fortnite, instinctively i will know that i've really i've become really well integrated into british uh british culture
0: that and a cuppa if we ever start saying come come over for a cuppa uh then we know we have arrived our integration has been complete yes <laughs> that's the mark that's the mark that's the mark anyway. and if we can say cuppa without laughing
1: Yeah, exactly. Bonus points for that.
0: (laughs) That's the key. you got to take
1: yourself seriously and just really get into character. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, thank you for the nice chat. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to Pants Not Trousers podcast, which is now live. And if you like what you hear, please like or leave a comment and don't forget to subscribe or you can, um, and, or you can email us at pantsnottrouserspodcast trousers at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions for shows, we would love to hear from you. Uh, follow us on Twitter at not trousers or on our Instagram page at pants,
0: We will chat with you soon. That sounds great. Check in with you later, Reach. See you again. Bye. Bye.